Your organic search is over. Here's Naturally Savvy with health experts Andrea Donsky and Lisa Davis. Good morning, everybody, or should I say good afternoon? I hope you're all having a beautiful day. The sun is shining and the warmer weather is here, kind of, I guess. Today I'm hosting solo because my co-host Lisa Davis is away. And for those of you who've been listening to our show for a while now, you'd know that I'm not a coffee drinker myself. Instead, my go-to warm drink is a cup of tea. And our guest today, Cindy Bigelow, is here to talk about her favorite subject, tea. Cindy is the third generation president and CEO of Bigelow Tea. And welcome to Naturally Savvy Radio, Cindy. Well, first of all, Andrea, we're so excited to be on, but also the fact that you're such a tea drinker. We love that. I love that because most tea drinkers, are they like it when it's cold. They don't normally always drink it all year round. You're one of those amazing ones that do it 12 months a year. We love you. I do. I do. And my kids do, too. So we are. With, I mean, I think we've talked about in the past, Cindy, too, is that for us, having a cup of tea is sitting around the table after a day and just talking about our day. And it's, it brings us all together. So that's what it, tea means to me. I mean, of course I drink it throughout the day, but at night and when my kids are around, they love it too. And that's what it signifies for me. As so many people, that is the beauty of it. And that's so many of the letters that we get talk about that ritual of family time uh, with mm-hmm. tea. It's just, it brings out the best. It's a, it's a beautiful product because it actually really does have properties that make you feel really good. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. And I know that you recently launched a new line of tea called Steep. And I thought you can give us a little bit of, um, you know, just some information on what it is. And how is it different from your regular line? Well, first of all, it, it has the same principle. And that is it's high, high quality and delicious tasting. And that was our mission when we decided to come up with Steep by Bigelow, is that it had to taste great. We know that there is a big movement for people who are looking for those more unique flavors, smaller batches, craft feel to it, and organic. And so we said, let's really make sure we're taking care of those customers, but do it in a way that represents who Bigelow is and that it's not just a a cup of tea with a certain name. It's a delicious tasting cup of tea. So that's what started off the steep line, was an organic line that was really going to taste delicious and really have full flavor. Um, Hmm. And uh, with all the sourcing that I do around the world, that's when we started on our sort of our mission to find the, the perfect organic teas because they are harder to find because they're much more limited than regular teas. Hmm. So, you know, talk a little bit about the craft part. Now, I know, you know, when we speak about craft beverages, it's generally around beer. How does that pertain to tea? I thought that was so interesting. Well, in the case of the steep line, why we consider this really our craft line is, as you know, my family uh, has been involved with all the recipes we've ever created since the beginning when my grandmother started the company 70 years ago. But mm-hmm. in this particular case, these are going to be very unique recipes with many ingredients in them that um, really were going to create a very unique, special, special experience. So, for example, we have a dandelion, peach, rooibos, and green tea. That's one of the mm. steep lines. So it's just got all these nuances of all of these smaller, more unique ingredients. And that happens to be my favorite, in addition to the rooibos hibiscus. I love that as well. So it was really taking very unique organic flavors and, and handcrafting them. It took us almost uh, two years to design this line. Hmm. And I'm looking at your website now. If you go to Bigelow Tea and you could you can uh, find their steep line on their website. I mean, first of all, rooibos and hibiscus, by the way, Cindy, are my two favorite tea flavors. So as I'm looking at it on your website, I'm going, oh, my God, you have one that's 
two and one combined. So that is um, incredible. And I'm also, I love the fact that Rooibos has no caffeine. Tell us a little bit about Rooibos in particular, because I see you have, you know, a few, obviously you have several different options. You have chai tea, Earl Grey, English breakfast. I mean, really, like you said, so many different options. But what in particular is, why is Rooibos a unique type of tea? Well, Rooibos is from South Africa, and it's more like a pine needle. Uh, and they have, you know, really been uh, sharing the, the health benefits of rooibos for many, many years. But what's great about it is it doesn't have any of the caffeine. So it's loaded with antioxidants and vitamins. Mm. So, But it's a different experience. It doesn't taste like tea, Camellia sinensis. I mean, we go, uh, we seek uh, only the finest tasting teas from high top mountain grown plantations and that has a certain taste profile. But when you go with rooibos, as you know, it's a very different flavor, and it really blends so beautifully with some of the ingredients that we put with it. It's a very unique, unique taste profile. But again, just like with a camellia sinensis or tea, same with rooibos. Not all rooiboses are created equal, so it's very important that you make sure you really get that smooth, semi-sweet rooibos flavor, which is what we think we achieved in our steep line. You know what I think I'd love to do is when have you back and talk about the different types of teas. I mean, that's, that we can have a whole show on just on its own, you know, in terms of like rooibos and green and black. And I think we should save that for another time because as you're talking, I'm like, oh my God, I would love to know more about, e- about the different types of teas and how they're made. And oh, I think- it's, so, it's so important when you pluck, the gardens that you pluck from, the, the, the varietal that you're using, all of that impacts mm. it and then how it's processed. So we will say that for another day because believe me, many, many teas are a nice cup of hot water with some flavor. But if you really want the top notes, the medium notes, and the low notes of all of the, both the herbs and the camellia sinensis and the rooibos, that's an art form. Yeah, I love it. We will do that. I want to talk a little Good. bit about your sourcing. So tell us, you know, I know when it comes to tea, I mean, really where you're getting the tea from is crucial. So tell us a little bit about how important sourcing is to Bigelow. Oh, I can't even begin to tell you. I just got back from India. And uh, I was in Assam, and I was visiting the gardens there. And let me tell you, Andrea, not all gardens are the same. You could go by some of the gardens, and they were beautiful. The leaves were beautiful. The plants were in great condition. You could look at the workers and see the status of that plantation just by looking at the plants. It was such a higher grade than other plantations you can go by. The leaves, the bushes, the workers, completely different experience. So when we're in Assam, we're making sure we're using only those top, top gardens. And then I was in Darjeeling. And first of all, getting to Jerjeeling and getting to some of those gardens, well, that's a little hair-raising and experience, but we'll let that go. <laughs> um, and then just ensuring, again, that you are using those gardens, especially in Darjeeling, though. Darjeeling is known for the majority of those gardens really being extremely well-kept and cared for. Uh, but, you know, then there's other parts of India that you can go to. You can get a much cheaper tea, for sure, much different experience for the workers. And so, you know, just because you say you buy tea from India, it's where in India, but it's also not just the region, it's the actual gardens that you go to. So when I go to India, we're making sure we're inspecting the gardens that we buy from. Hmm. Now, are most, of the tea, are most of the gardens that you're buying, that you're sourcing tea for steep, let's say for this particular line, are they coming from India? They're coming from all around uh, the world. We do, because uh, our greens do come from China, and our, uh, we have Japanese teas, we have Indian teas, carefully picked Indian teas, we have Sri Lankan teas. Those are usually the, those are the four main countries that we use for our teas. Because we and know them visit- and we trust the gardens. 
Well, actually, that was going to be my next question is, do you visit these gardens? So every, yes. t- every supplier that you work with, you go and you physically visit to see what, you know, what it I is, what it looks I like. I can't physically visit every garden, but we definitely do. Like okay. I'm going to China in a year and I'm visiting the gardens there. We've had multiple people right. from our teams visit those gardens. So between me okay. and my teammates, we try to visit yeah. all the major gardens. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. So and it's fun? nice to see. That's, I mean, first of all, it's fun that you, you know, obviously getting to going to see them, but I love the fact that you take such care and that you want yeah. to go visit them and you need to know, like, we want to know where they're coming from, whether it's you or the people on your team, you want to know where it's coming from. And I think that for someone like myself drinking your tea, it makes me feel so much better knowing that, you know, you, knowing that you've taken the care, you've taken the interest to go and actually visit it's them. It's so that- important, Andrea, and not until you visit the guards, do you really clearly see the differences between teas and it's pretty huge. Hmm. Well, I mean, for those of you who are listening, you know that I'm a tea fan. Cindy, you know I'm a tea fan. We work together and we love Big Low Tea at Naturally Savvy. And I am very excited to try the new steep line. And for those of you who want to learn more about Big Low Tea, you can visit their website. It's at BigelowTea.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Bigelow Tea. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you so much for being on our show today. Andrea, thank you so much for always including us. It's a real, it's a real joy for me. Trust me. It's great to share my, my passion for tea with you. Well, and us too. Have a great day. I'm Andrea Donsky. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. And please enjoy a nice warm cup of Bigelow tea. Stay well.